Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But yeah, he basically just pushed down on my left ass cheek, but really suddenly. Oh, like, that's what I, well, I'd be really scared <laughs> like, to go to a chiropractor. Like, I imagine it a bit like getting a piercing. And I had, well, I had my two huge worries, knowing which area he was concentrating on, are obviously letting out a little fart. Oh, yeah, they area. probably get farted at so much. <laughs> Aside from potentially maybe like a sort of bowel doctor or something, I feel like a chiropractor, their job is basically to be near your ass and give you a shock. <laughs> I snorted sherbet once for a dare on the bus at school. <laughs> oh, God. It was, How was that? It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> it stung. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> Tore open you. that dib-dab. <laughs> it probably not. got me creds, though. Whoever I did it in front of, it was probably like a boy I fancied. And it's got you creds all over again today. So. Yeah, it's got me creds all over again. See? Mm. At least I'm cool, everyone. You are. You've always been cool. Welcome to episode 145 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she is your other host, Holly Taylor. We start this issue talking injuries, a runner's favourite subject. But also, I come bearing good news. I've been to the chiropractor and I feel like I've had a religious experience. As I return to the pod, probably cured. Okay, not 100%, but almost nearly. So we have lots of thoughts and feelings about that. Then, along with all the different physical injuries we've been suffering from, we've also got a bit of anxiety chat because Holly's been having a bit of a crappy week as far as that's concerned. We also, you'll be pleased to hear, managed to segue between how much we love routine into some pretty decent Harry Potter impressions. Really, honestly, there's an enormous bit of content on Harry Potter. Enjoy. If you love this podcast, and of course you do, then there are two ways to enjoy more of it. First, there's this amazing thing called Women's Running Magazine. If you want more silly Holly and Esther chat, it's in there. And if you also want brilliant expert advice that will make you run better, it's also in there. 
If you pop along to shop.womensrunning.co.uk, you can avoid the scrum in Waitrose, have it delivered every month, and save up to a third off the cover price. The other way you can get more Holly and Esther nonsense is by becoming part of our beloved pod squad on Patreon. From just £2 a month, you'll have access to our exclusive Discord chat room. There are free chats on Zoom with me and Holly. There's one this Friday. Weekly newsletters and silly videos and all sorts. If you bump that up to a teensy-weensy six quid a month, you'll get extra exclusive podcasts too. And the latest one, The Extra Mile, has just dropped and should be just enough silliness to help you round those last few miles. Come and join us at patreon.com forward slash women's running. And one other last very small ask. On May 28th, it's World Hunger Day and Hol and I are going to run 5k and donate £5 to the Trussell Trust on that day. And we're asking you all to join us if you can. Tag us on Insta. Let us know what you're doing on Discord. Let's see what we can do together. Donate at justgiving.com forward slash page forward slash Anthem Stop Hunger. And our publishing company, Anthem, will match what we donate up to £10,000. you're right yeah fine i'm a bit worried that i might be joining you on a injury walk oh shit yeah injury walk's the name of the road that i, I don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> on oh, dilapidated clothes yes dilapidated close crusty old on? wizened woman lane <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, i know well i've had this um uh, pain behind my kneecap in my left knee for a little while. It's been a few weeks. Are you, have you had a similar thing? Did you mention this on the pod last time? Yeah. I think you did and I was like, I can't go me too because that's just going to sound like I'm being like, oh, me too. I've got a sore <laughs> kneecap on my left. But... <laughs> Yeah, but okay. So tell me, how does yours? Well, how does yours present itself? I mean, is it when you run? Is it when you it's, walk? It's uh, a little bit of both. It's a bit more sore when I run, but it's kind of there if I walk for like a long distance. Mm. Though thinking about it, I'm I'm really bad at this stuff because I'm not very uh, aware of of my body. I don't really think about it until it's too late. So thinking about it, I did. I went on a lovely hen do over the weekend. It was really nice, and we did nice. lots of walking. But mm-hmm. and it wasn't sore then, but it's been sore at the beginning of this of the week. So maybe it's been tired, but I had noticed it a little bit sore when I was running in previous weeks. And also, um, like when I do, so yesterday I did quite a tough strength training session yeah. with lots of squatting, um, and then I just did yoga this morning, and my leg and my knee was a bit like. Uh-huh. So um, it's like when I have been putting strain on it, if I then do something with it, then it gets a bit sore. I think it just, it needs rest, but that's, I I know. When do you get to rest your knees? I know. When do you get to rest your knees? I live up five flights of stairs. Yeah. It's literally, it would be so dull. It would mean never doing anything because. Yeah. And sometimes it's know. fine. Sometimes it's fine. So. Mm. I don't know. I've been ignoring it for weeks and weeks because it go, it kind of comes back and then it goes away again. And then it comes back and it goes away again. But today it was really sore when I was doing yoga 
And I wonder if maybe I do need to go to a doctor and be like, it's just basically whenever I'm putting weight on it, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I've, I've no idea. And, and, and there is absolutely no point asking me about any kind of injury question because it turns out I always get it wrong. But, um, oh, I, isn't I, it annoying I, yeah. that we've both I been mean, doing like it's re- the return to strength and conditioning stuff has, sorry, I'm fucking yeah. around today. I'm just, you are I am, it's not unprofessional it. on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but the, um, yeah, I, I, I just think that, um, it is, uh, horrible poetic justice that just as we've started doing more strength and conditioning again is when we've our bodies have been like no I don't appreciate all of this extra work you're putting in to make sure I'm strong I'm gonna complain about it a lot yeah I know yeah that's exactly what I have but I tell you what I've done so um I've I'm coming here hot off the press because I've been to a chiropractor (gasps) oh I did know this I'm actually really excited to hear about it uh, my my tiny mind is blown. Is it? Like, yeah. <gasps> That's amazing. I've just realized I'm... I, d- I never know whether... Sorry. You get quite a range of chiropractors, don't you? And I, I've never been, but I've had friends who've been to chiropractors. And it has ranged from... And please don't think I'm poo-pooing anything here because different things work for different people. Yes. But yeah. it has ranged from like, you know, properly clonking you back into place and doing all sorts of stuff to kind of wafting sage at you yes yeah so I I don't know what it it would be like um I did find it interesting going into because I'd never been I've never been to a chiropractor before I've certainly never seen this guy before um and he was recommended by um lovely Steph who's been mentioned oh yeah now several times and um and I was I didn't know what to expect and I think as I've said before I've kind of in my head unfairly squidged chiropractors together with osteopaths and then also herbalists and but then I think you you do get a wide range don't you because some people you get yeah and and also everybody's got different because I do I don't know I'm being cautious to say this here but I do think that sometimes some of that stuff can be really helpful but often in a psychological way and I guess that's dependent Mm. on your percept how perceptive you are to that stuff so it's wide range of chiropractors but also wide range of patients who would go to a chiropractor you know and different things are going to work for different people but I guess I I think my thing is that I'd always possibly unfairly seen them as sort of because because I have no no experience I unfairly seen them as sort of alternative medicine rather than kind of traditional medicine um no I think they can fully you know realign your spine Yes, they can, they're definitely trad rather than alt, mm-hmm. and um, but it, I, because I never knew quite what they could offer me, I guess is the thing that I've always I've always thought that if I did something, if I did something that was clearly to do with my running, then I should go and see a physio full stop, and and I, it didn't even occur to me to even consider this as a as a thing, and um, so yeah, so so I went along, and I must admit, as I walked in, he had a kind of a puffy thing on the floor that was pushing out a sort of sagey <sighs> scent that made me just go oh Uh-oh. but also potentially sure. yay it was potentially yay because <laughs> you well, never know well, that's how you feel I, yeah i mean i'm not a sagey person i'm going to put it out there but steph had warned me that he wasn't really a back cracking sort of cairo and 
uh, to, which is good for those of us with backs that might crack a little bit too easily. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah, um, you don't so want, I was quite you pleased want about that. spinary alignment, not spine snappage. No, exactly. Yeah. But what I, I think what I loved about him almost immediately is that he rattled through everything. He was just like, right, tell me what it is. And I said, well, you know, I said that I was going to come here about my knee. I don't want to come about my knee. I want to come about my back. And he was like, right, okay, fine. And then he just asked loads and loads of questions, right? You know, just wanted to figure out whether it was my back, whether it was, and then I started talking about my hip and my glute on the side and, um, you know, this, that, and the other. And he was like, right, anything else, anything else? And whenever I've seen anyone else, like a physio or a GP, they don't want me to say anything else, but he actively was asking for more things. Oh, I love that. So I was that. really racking yeah. my brain. I was just going, I know I loved it. And I was like, well, you could add my knee into that, I guess. And then my toe was feeling a bit funny last week. And so I was just adding all this stuff in. And oh, and I actually, now I think about it, I forgot to talk about the pulled quad. But anyway, so I talked about all these things, loads of stuff. It's brilliant. Like the best GP 15 minutes ever. Mm-hmm. Um and he was just like being really nice about it. And then and then he was talking about my back and he said, um, he said, right, you know, how did you do it? And, you know, what happened when you did it? So when I first had what I thought was a slip disc, um, it was six years ago and I sat down on a sofa and that's how it happened. And I was in agony for about a fortnight. Yeah, mm. a bit unfair. Um, and, but... Two days beforehand, I had done a kettlebell class, which hadn't been led by Steph, and I had pushed myself a little bit too hard in it. So the re- that was sort of the repercussion of it. Um, Seems a bit unfair. Again, so, how are you supposed to know whether you're pushing it yourself was. too hard or whether you're just knackered? Don't know. Don't know. Um, and, um, and, you know, and some people can do stuff which isn't like correct form. Like it's a bit like, so I was saying to him, my back is feeling really crappy at the moment. And I said, oh, you know, I oh, at the weekend, I went to boot camp at the weekend. And one of the moves was, a, was it this weekend or last weekend? And one of the moves was a weighted squat. That was the weekend before last, wasn't it? And um, and that made it feel very uncomfortable. And I had to stop doing anything that was weight bearing, anything, any kind of lunge, anything like that. It was all very, very hurty. And um, and he, he just did what sort of old wise kind of owl look, you know. Oh, I love that. I'm you know, a sucker like, for an old oh, wise owl. I loved it. I loved it. Anyway, so I'll cut to the chase. He reckons not slip disc, which like all those all those years ago. My... He th- yeah. oh my goodness. He said, "How was it diagnosed?" And I went, "Well, it's diagnosed by me because." I think because Dave definitely has got a slip disc, MRI scan to prove it and so on. Um, and he had recently re sort of slipped it, you know, it was bulging and it had been, you know, he'd had, he'd had a horrible episode. And so when something happened to me that was incredibly similar, that's just what I put it down to. I mean, it, it could still be. Um, but what he was saying was um, it's more than likely because of all the kind of hip glute stuff feelings that I've been getting because of the sciatica I've been getting, um, which he was like saying, well, it's not necessarily sciatica, but it's definitely pain referral. Mm. Um, but he was suggesting it's, it's a pelvic thing. So he is saying, and I also said, Oh, I also said about Christoph saying that I had one leg longer than the other. Oh yeah. And he <laughs> said, he said, Sorry, it's just reminded yeah. me about that whole And he said, <laughs> we had about that. <laughs> I 
Ah, yes. Uh, anywho, um, so he then said, uh, this happens quite a lot. People are told that they've got one leg longer than the other. And actually, you know, people sort of think to themselves, Jesus, I, uh, that's that's a bit dramatic. And he said, it's not. It's not necessarily that your one leg is your longer than the other. It might be ping. It's because that makes total sense. That makes total sense to for my body. Like I think that I think my I do that all the time. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So and I, and he was like, you know, it could be some reason why it could be like that. Could be um, it could have been uh, because of some kind of trauma. It could be lots of mini traumas. So. Running, for instance, yeah. or it mini trauma, as it's known, women, women's the women's mini trauma podcast. <laughs> women's mini trauma. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have quite major traumas on this podcast. Oh yeah. Um, Remember when I got bitten by a he, seagull? I was just thinking about that. You, <laughs> oh, that was a major trauma. <laughs> Actually, forgotten about. I, I know because I could um, hear two seagulls fighting outside, and I was like. Anyway, sleep <laughs> Getting the shotgun out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he just yeah. So he said that this is you know likely to be the case, um, and and it kind of it's not just that it's tilted, but sort of it's kind of front back kind of yeah know, it's pushing it's like that. Um, and so he made me lie face down on a tabley thing, mm-hmm. and then he did the weirdest thing where he he said that actually one of the issues is it's not the the it's not the part of the hip. It's not the side that where all the hurty is. Basically, that's not the problem. It's the side where there is no hurt. Um, oh, the, the side because where the hurty all, is yeah, compensating. So, well, it's that the side that's hurty is, uh, technically speaking, is hypermobile. And the side that is not hurting is completely inflexible. Okay. And it's not, it's okay, not doing anything okay. at all. So. Yes, yeah, basically. What so you need to mobilise that not hurty side, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he did that by basically, have, I was face down on a on a thingy and then he he had a kind of weird, anyway, he, ba- he basically, it's, hard, it's so hard to describe, I can't actually describe it to you without having to draw a diagram, which I shan't do. And also I think the medium of the podcast makes that not no, brilliant. No, it wouldn't be ideal um, for the listener, but... Not, not Maybe amazing. we can draw a diagram afterwards and put it on Instagram or something. Shall I do it? I love okay, doing a diagram. Yeah, Esther's um, really, really good at drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy my drawings. Um, but yeah, he basically just pushed down on my left arse cheek, just above my left arse cheek, but really suddenly. Oh, like, okay. like that. I know, I know, like a gunshot. He did that twice. He did, he did That's what me, I'm scared about. That's what I, well, I'd be really scared I, to go to a chiropractor. Like, I imagine it a bit like getting a piercing where you're just sort of sitting there, yeah. like grinding your teeth. Like, oh, when are they going to do it? When are they going to do it? And I had, well, I had my two huge worries, knowing which area he was concentrating on, are obviously letting out a little fart. Oh, yeah, of course. Of, oh, God. But they probably, the they probably get farted at so much. <laughs> All the That's time, right? One of the, aside from potentially maybe like a sort of bowel doctor or something, I feel like a chiropractor would pro- their job yeah. is basically to be near your ass and give you a shock. <laughs> <laughs> so they're definitely going to get farted at a lot, and probably yoga teachers as well. Yoga teachers get it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> my my yoga teacher specifically puts the music up quite loud when it gets to kind of farty positions, arse bendy, farty positions. <laughs> yeah, 
I think I've definitely farted in yoga before, but I've managed to, to do it very subtly. So I've never been the person that everybody suddenly turns around and looks. But have you ever been in a class where someone's done a big old ripper and you all look round? <laughs> Uh, no, boot camp. That's happened at boot oh, camp. Oh, really? That's what happened at, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's happened to me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you were worried about farting, but I presume it was, I was all worried safe. about farting. I was also, it's also my first day of my period, which is why I'm so cheerful today. Oh, <laughs> the release. Like, if, if we'd have done this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, first day of period, but it does mean for me it is... Um, you know, cause, because there is no such thing as TMI on this podcast and because... Because, 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 mm. um, basically, basically it's just, it's, it's just a flood. And, um, so I was also very concerned that I didn't have quite enough kind of padding on, um, that were he to give, you know, a big enough shunt around the nether regions and the pelvic area that I might just, I don't know, like squirt period yeah. over him. Yeah. You... Which would be really bad. <laughs> I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> I wondered if he'd be used to that as well, with sort of perimenopausal women just sort of <laughs> raw shacking him Having... in the face with a <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. I mean, is that a verb? I'm, I'm We're going, going with it. With that's, it. That's, that's good. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, that yeah. is actually slightly terrifying. Well, I'm glad that you managed yeah. to relax enough to um yeah benefit to benefit yeah because, but, but, yeah but not actually produce so yeah, so, yeah I didn't I kept thanks um yeah need a little I need one of those little felix stickers don't I, I did really I well today and I didn't <laughs> period didn't everywhere fart or fart yeah, at the at the chiropractor <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I did neither of those things and he did those sort of weird pushes and then he gave me some ultrasound on my back which is always a lovely thing to have <sighs> But I've only ever had it at my physio. What does that mean? It, is it like an ultrasound um, so, like when you're having a, a baby? Yeah. Yeah, oh it's usually God. switched to either a higher or lower frequency. I can't remember what. You don't see any photographs of the inside of your gut. That's what I was imagining. So there's none of that. <laughs> so it's none of that. But it is, it's a kind of, it's a recommended pain relief thing. So he did that all over my lower back. So, so anyways, and that's all he did. And, um, and then he said, I want you to get up and just walk up and down the room. And I walked up and down the room and he said, what do you think? And I was like, <laughs> I said, you're a witch doctor. <gasps> That's and amazing. Said, what a compliment. No one's called me that before. <laughs> I know. He said, no one's called me that before. And I was like, wow. Um, because I don't know. I mean, I've still, I've still got like low level, like if I'm sitting in a, if I'm sitting badly with bad posture, which I am now, which I tend to always be, I can feel kind of grumblings in my lower back. But like everything else is gone. It's really weird. Like I normally have kind of an ache down one side and going into my glute. That's always been, that's been uncomfortable for weeks now. My lower back is usually really quite uncomfortable. I can feel it in my, anyway, oh my all of gosh. it. It's just, it's just fucking good. I want to go to a chiropractor and now. It's a me- Should and everyone also, go? Did, everyone has to go okay. to him, I think. And then, and the other thing he did was, because I was like, oh, my knee, I'm a bit worried it might be a cartilage kind of thing. And he said, to be honest, it's more than likely to be 
to do with this pelvis because you've been walking on it funny and compensating weirdly because that's actually your shorter leg. It's not my shorter leg. I don't have a shorter leg. But it's because my pelvis has been doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had to walk on it in a weird way. And so it's no surprise that my pain presents itself when I walk, not when I run, because it's that's the way. How in very my, my, interesting. Yeah. Okay, hell, that's really, yeah. was it pricey? Rude question really expensive it was 66 pounds for an initial consultation and it's going to be 50 quid when I go back to him in a couple of weeks time but I'm happy to pay okay. it because he's just he's You're happy me. with him oh my god he's like the best person I've ever been to in my life that's incredible but I came back and I was like Dave Dave, go and see this guy in his weird little room up Wellsway. Go well, and see him. D- yeah, let's all, he'll be, he'll have cues outside the door. I think, um, <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Oh, that, I what I was going to say was what I would love to go to, and maybe this is a chiropractor, maybe I've just made this up. Mm-hmm. I would like to basically go have a go on one of those medieval racks. <laughs> 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 where they tie your legs to one end and your arms to the other and then they just start sort of cranking it and and so you just get stretched and stretched and stretched until and I, I presume until in medieval torture times until you are ripped in two or whatever but I would like to stop yes. just before my shoulders dislocate yeah <laughs> uh-huh yeah okay I would love that yeah. that's how I For... feel but 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 why I just feel like I'm working at a desk. I've always got a bit of a hunch and I'm always a little bit kind mm. of like, um, like I do a lot of clicking that I didn't used to do. Oh. Like, if I bet if I do it now, should I try and click live on the pod? Yeah. Oh, oh that was more of a clonk, so you couldn't really hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able to do it now. I'm under pressure. But <laughs> I've been doing, I, I feel constantly like I just need to be, I would just like to be sort of, stretched out yeah yeah it's a bit better since I've been doing more yoga again to be fair but I think it's literally just the perils of working at a desk we talked before about that woman didn't we the prototype of the woman who uh has worked at a desk (laughs) all her life that's another one that we need to put her on Instagram so everyone can see (laughs) not to shame her she needs to go oh my god so I just feel it's a bit okay. like she's her. A it's she's a drawing. I feel a bit like yes. her and I just feel like I need to be sort of stretched out sometimes. Anyway, I don't think that's what a chiropractor is, but, but that's what I imagine a chiropractor to be. Not necessarily. But but isn't that, don't you think that that's a lovely thing when it comes to, like when you find not just like a good chiropractor or a good sort of therapy person, but also like a good fitness instructor. So if you go to like a good yoga class or you watch a good yoga thing online, and and I particularly rate my yoga teacher, Rachel, in that she is great at while we're doing yoga. Um, oh, I need to talk about the yoga that we did last week. But while we're doing yoga, she will say while we're doing a particular pose, this is really good if you work at a desk all day. Just do this for a couple of minutes. Yeah. So it means that you don't have to think, you don't have to commit to like 45 minutes every day of stretching but you can think to yourself if you start feeling stiff and achy at your desk oh all right okay I'm just going to get up I'm going to do a quick kind of cat cow and then I'm going to do sort of stretch out my the top of my back and stretch my shoulder blades a little bit and if you get up and walk around the table or wherever it is you're working and you do like just one or two of those stretches for maybe two minutes 
you will sit back down feeling more comfortable yeah. and your posture will be better and you'll be thinking about it and you'll be a bit more mindful about how you're... you're so I, I love that. I love it when you find a really, really good person who tells you stuff that you can take away. Oh, definitely. Using your Reframe everyday. Reframe the way that you see your little bag of bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and let me talk about... So I did, um, I did yoga last week. I know this has all been about me. I'll ask you about No, it's okay. Don't worry. It's um, <laughs> all pretty dull in my life, I think. I'll tell you a bit more Sorry. Garmin tea in a minute. Oh, yes. Um, right. So so I went to yoga last Wednesday. I'm not going tomorrow because we're going to the podcast show tomorrow, aren't we? We are. Um, I'm actually so, so excited um, about it. It's such a little yeah. day out. Get a very expensive <laughs> salad. So ex- listen to people talk. <laughs> yeah. It sounds, I've made it sound awful, but it is very exciting. Mate, it is exciting. It is yeah. exciting, and it will make it will make this podcast better. We're going there to make this podcast exactly, better, thing, and we, probably to get a free tote bag. Always to get the free tote bag. Yeah, yeah. I still use mine. Always. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So uh, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. We that's where we're going tomorrow. So I can't go to yoga. I went to yoga last week, and last week was Mental Health Awareness Week. Is that right? Have I got that? Oh, the terminology right? I mean, if it was, then I've highly apologised to everybody in the audience now because I don't think I did anything for it. Well, that's <laughs> that's what I did for it. I went to yoga. Nice. And, um, but I didn't realise I was doing that for that. Um, but that's what it was. And um, right at the beginning, she Rachel gave us, she normally puts like a little bit of essential oil on our wrists. Love it. Um, and this time it was a different thing. It was more of a cream that we had to put on our temples and kind of in our CBT points kind of thing. And it was quite tea tree-y. Oh, um, you do like sage. I fucking love You're it. coming around to sage, I think. <laughs> Secret sage lover. <laughs> I love a as bit long of as that no one... too. I don't believe. Do well, I don't know. Here we go. And please write in if you have reason to believe that there is some science that Esther and I don't know here but I think it's more of a ritual thing for me like I have I have a pillow spray and it's slightly different and I I have to put it on every night otherwise I'm like but I won't be able to sleep if I can't smell my sort of lavendery musk thing and I don't (laughs) think that that is remotely helping me sleep go to sleep quicker but I think there's something about the the ritual that I go, right, okay, it's time to go to sleep oh, now yeah. because I've done my sleep spray. And I think similar I do, things yeah. when you're doing yeah. something like yoga and you do, you put an essential oil on, it's a sort of, you're focusing in on your body, aren't you? And you're kind of going, right, I'm looking after, I'm, I'm caring for myself. I'm becoming a bit more aware of myself sort of thing that helps you get something out of it. Do you know what? I think that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely right. I think um, I think Rachel's very keen to make us try and do our very best in the sort of 45 minutes of yoga of kind of trying to forget everything that's outside mm-hmm. um, and to try and zone in on on how our body... And, and she sort of talks about it as being a bit of a gift for ourselves when we go there, which I'm trying to kind of do that a bit more. Yeah. And yes, you're absolutely right. You sort of, you smell a smell that's not like the inside of a sort of slightly... You know, it's a it's a hall that's mainly sort of occupied by brownies, I think. So, not the cake. I mean, the little girls. Yes. So when when we go there, it's a, there's a sort of sort of sock feet smell, and 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 that kind of you know, you suddenly have this really nice kind of Neil's Yard essence, and oh, yeah, that yeah. really does help. But what she was doing last week was she she said right at the beginning, we're going to focus on mental health because it's Mental Health Awareness Week, and um, so I know lots of you will. And she said. Oh, 
that she 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 knew that lots of us wanted to get sweaty because we go there for a workout and she what she did some kind of mega sun salutations halfway through to kind of accommodate that but on she kind of bracketed it bracketed it bookended mm-hmm. it um with um two or three things that were for to, for the benefit of, of our mental health and uh, god it was amazing and i immediately started crying because because <laughs> that's what I do in you yoga. You do. You have, a, you have an emotional response to yoga. I love that. Always have an emotion. Always, always. I sometimes And I think do. when she start, Oh, it's just fucking... I'm a fucking nightmare with it. But she made us do alternate nostril breathing. <gasps> oh, yeah. I quite like a bit of that sometimes. I find it really calms me really down. Bad. If I'm completely beside myself with anxiety, then it's not the one at all. Because then I just feel like I'm no. not getting enough oxygen in. Which actually isn't true yeah. at all. Usually I think I have a surplus of oxygen and I need to breathe it out more kind of thing. Um, yeah. But when I can feel it sort of coming on, I find that a really nice way to kind of take back control of your breathing and and feel like it's a bit more yeah. uh, purposeful, if that makes sense. So you're sort of yes. honing in. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're right. You, it, it's never, it's not, not going to cure you in the middle of a panic attack no it? but um, it's a nice anxiety thing. if you're feeling sort of a but general low tell, line anxiety then it's a nice centering yeah. thing exactly that and I think most of the things that she was doing were that you know it's like getting yourself into child's pose and um I love child's just, pose probably up there with oh, my fave second after uh what's the one where you just shavasana is that what shavasana that's, that's my the favorite. best pose isn't it yeah, yeah. love that one <laughs> <laughs> love a shavasana <laughs> Fucking love a shavasana, me. Yeah, it's up, it's it's brilliant that. Yeah, <laughs> it really works me out. So the whole thing, <laughs> it totally works me out. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I th- it was just it was just a really lovely, lovely experience, and did make me feel better because I think the last time we'd spoken was the day before, and I was feeling really sad and um, beset by injury, mm. and I didn't feel like I could move properly, and I was worried about food and eating and all of that and look cut to me a week later got my period been to a Cairo been to yoga I've been running a few times and it turns out it's not the end of the world Mm-mm. and I'm so glad you do seem so much jollier this week we both had a bit of a crap so week last jolly. week as well I tell you what I did for mental health awareness Shit, had a panic attack on Thursday remember <laughs> oh yeah you did what happened on Thursday? I have no idea. What? I woke up and it was really, really strange. Um, I must have just not slept, not been sleeping brilliantly. Sleep is often a trigger, isn't it, that you don't kind of realise. And um, mm. we had a meeting first thing in the morning and I just felt in this meeting like uh, I couldn't focus. And I kept saying it, didn't I? I was like, sorry, I've lost my train of thought or sorry, I'm... I don't think that meant anything. And it was, I think it was that that started making me really panic was it felt like I was like, I don't know, like I was like really stoned or something. Like I just couldn't kind of have, I I was, I was uh, Cheech and Chonging in our meeting. (laughs) I just felt like everyone was having these conversations. That makes perfect sense. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I was just sort of sat there like, uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't work out what was, I couldn't string my sentences together. And I think it was, I was probably just a bit tired. I probably needed a secondary coffee that morning, but it panicked me because I had a little bit of that when I struggled with anxiety the first time where I felt quite out of it. I felt like, I think because my brain was running at a million miles an hour, I felt like I couldn't keep up with things. I felt really tired all the time. Um, that I think mm-hmm. just sent me into like a bit of a spiral and I was like, and then I was also just like really sad. I did a big cry and then I felt a lot better. Yeah. I did a big cry on Thursday night and you know mm. when like it just feels like you're a knot. I just felt like I was a knot all day and for no particular reason. It must have been subconscious yeah. uh, like uh, little thought cycles that I was going down and going down and just kind of fortune telling that I was going to go mad again basically. Um, and then... I had a huge cry and I was like, oh, I feel like the knot's undone. And I, I realized that I don't um, I don't really like crying and I don't really like crying in front of people. And I don't really, I try not to cry, which I know probably sounds, as someone who knows me well, ironic because I cry all the time. But I do spend a lot of time trying not to cry as well. And I think that I had a big yeah. realization that crying is like my shouting. Like sometimes I just need to do it okay. and like I can find healthier ways to do it. So right in the middle of a meeting or something is not is not great. Mm. But like if I need to just like go and have a little cry in the bath later, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with just like howling for a bit. And then being like, oh, that was so random. Can't believe I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) A bit like some people just need to go "Ah," into a pillow or something. But (laughs) what I was saying was I... I can feel it come on because I start to feel my and trigger warning for anybody who also has anxiety. Uh, if any of this makes you feel funny, but also most of the time I feel like it's helpful to hear other people's experiences because often they're so similar and it makes you be like, oh, I'm not slowly going insane in a padded room. Other people are experiencing this. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, just like a cold, basically, I think I was saying it, it sort of, um, it peters in and it peters out and it's got a, a point which for me was on Thursday it's got a kind of peak mm. um and it will just be like I'm putting my the blinkers on and I get more and more and more in my own head and my own body yeah and um yeah and often it's health stuff that triggers it and like um I know that we've been joking about it but I have had a rash that I've been quite concerned about that I think didn't mm-hmm. help because I've literally been on a steroid cream for it for three weeks and it's 
still it's got still there it's really helping it but it is yeah. still going strong um <sighs> so yeah they're just like random little bits that have happened to me even the knee thing it's like oh god what if it's knee disease um yeah and uh yeah, yeah. um and i think I don't know. I also think, obviously, we've been talking a lot about the deep parts of ourselves and who we are and things on the pod recently. And I do think that I'm learning that I am a bit of a routine person. And that doesn't mean do the same thing every day. But I think it just means like that I do thrive on busyness and structure and going, right, I've got this, this, this and this. I can't do it forever. I need to schedule in a day or two where I'm not doing so much and it's a bit slower. But yeah. On the whole, I mm. think um, I had too many days last week where I sort of allowed my thoughts to fester and then I had a really busy weekend. And so I yeah. think it made me, it was the wrong balance, if that made sense. <clears throat> yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It does make complete sense. It, it's really interesting how routine works, doesn't it? Because I, yeah. I notice it with um, <clears throat> with the kids that um, that they 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 it feels like when you have children that the children are desperately kind of fighting against routine the whole time mm. you know i don't want to do that i don't want to do that i don't want to do that and yet when a routine is in place even a very very simple one they are happier mm. so they they love they love and crave structure you know mm. they like to know what time they're waking up they like to know and it's a bit like when you were talking about your bedtime routine of putting um the spray on the pillow like mm-hmm. their their bedtime routine has been the same since they were born, you know, and that's and, lovely. And so, and we 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 hear about okay, you know, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to judge other people. I totally judge. You know, I'm really judgy, don't you? Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have cocked up with my children on so many many levels on so many things, mostly to do with food always to do with anything academic I've done all this cocking up but the one thing I think where it's worked has been sleep and the bedtime routine Mm. and so I hear I hear about other parents who when they've got you know eight nine ten year olds they don't read to them anymore you know because the kids can read to themselves and so they take themselves off and they have their own reading time and we firmly still read to both the kids and and we'll do forever and ever. They, they, well, it won't be forever and ever, but we'll do for as long as we possibly can because they Aww. both absolutely love it. But it's part of their winding down time. And that's what works for us. So it's not necessarily what works for everybody else. Um, but obviously I judge everyone where oh, yeah. they don't try it. Yeah. I would love that anyway, <laughs> because I love reading aloud. That used to be my favorite thing of having a small sister would mm-hmm. be if it was my turn to read to her. I would love doing different accents for the characters. Oh, fucking hell, Holly. I love it. It's, it's so, so selfish. Yeah. I love I doing love it. that. Oh, can I, can I show off some of my Harry Potter voices? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Like, I love it. So what, we, what have we got? Um, so so uh, there's Dumbledore. Okay, who's, go. Uh, who would go, okay, let me try and do this. Okay. <laughs> So he doesn't do that. Um, that's more McGonagall, obviously. Um, he's well. Ha- well, Hagrid's easier. Ha- Hagrid's West Country, right? Yeah, lovely West Country. Accent I know. I know that- a, a fave, a fave. Yeah, and I know other people. In fact, there's a friend down the road who does Hagrid as, as a Scottish <gasps> chap. Oh Be- no! Because, because of the- he says I shouldn't have said that. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's got to well, be West Country. It's, it's always West Country. So mm. it's all right, Harry, you know, it's like that. Yeah. So that's that's Hagrid. But then Dumbledore is, um, come in, Harry Potter. So you do that kind of very <laughs> deep and kind of long and beardy. And he's just a bit more ponderous. I love yeah. doing it. Uh, McGonagall is kind of, you know, you just have to channel Maggie Smith. So Yes, she's of... got to be Scottish. She's got to be yeah. Scottish. So that's fine. It is actually um, quite hard, isn't it, to think of them without doing the accents that you hear because as soon as you were like oh what would be your harry potter voices i just immediately wanted to go a two pumpkin pasties please like cho <laughs> chang does um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then i was like i haven't made that up that's what she says in the thing but then i i know because i've only watched two of the films so i haven't watched all of the oh, films you have they're all on netflix yeah. now depending on they whether are, you want to some the some, kids are t- they're, some people boycott I have to admit, yeah, I've been fair watching enough. them. Um, the kids are too scared to watch. Well, no, Ted is too scared to watch the third one because of the entrance of the Dementors. So he's oh yeah, he's fair play, he's fair play. Um, but what I what I do notice actually is in the books that J.K. Rowling does paint a portrait of the people so well that you can you know because Aunt Petunia is tall and thin with pursed lips and stuff like that. So it's very easy to do a very kind yes. Of you just <laughs> suddenly become Aunt Spiker. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, and then and then exactly the same with what's his face, whoever she's married to, whose name I've now. Who's Mister Fern and Dursley? Yeah, no neck. Yes, exactly. yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, so brilliant. yes, I I, I love, love that for you. I'm so, I'm going to come round at story oh. time. I honestly, oh, it's just the best. I love it. I I was watching, <laughs> uh, yeah, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone last night because Doug is away. He oh. wouldn't he wouldn't watch it with me. So I've been putting them on. <laughs> In the background of an evening, um, oh, nice. and and uh, it's been lovely and wholesome and warm, and <laughs> um, and yeah, it really struck me how many iconic lines there are that kept making me. I was laughing a lot. No shade to Daniel Radcliffe, but he is just a silly little boy. Yes, he, yes, he is. Yeah, bless him. But that, um, yeah. there were the moments that. Uh, stood out to me from my childhood were him uh, where the trolley comes along on the train mm-hmm. and Ron goes oh I've got everything thank you ha 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 and he's got like a bit of a horrible sandwich um, yeah uh, and uh, and then Harry goes we'll take the lot that one really yeah. stuck out to me <laughs> there were so many moments where I was just burst out laughing because of how silly he is Oh, oh my goodness. The, the terrible child acting. Yeah. yeah, the terrible child acting. Oh, another terrible child acting line, line that I love was, not me, not Hermione, you. That's when they're trying, <laughs> that's when Ron's trying to tell Harry that he's got to go on his own or whatever. <laughs> not me, not Hermione, you. And of course, the famous line. Yes. Before you do anything else that'll get us killed or worse, expelled. Do you remember Hermione oh, doing that's, that? Yes. That's, that's awful. actually, that is, yeah. I mean, bless their little hearts. Bless their little hearts, but it is so funny how many, yeah, silly little children <laughs> just running yeah, around I know. doing whatever they want and doing silly facial expressions. It's, it's, it's terrible, camp. but it's markedly, actually high. It's camp. It's so camp. It is, yeah, really bad, but markedly better by the second film. I I discovered. Yes, like they all they clearly apart from Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on the pod? Because remember, by the third yes. one, 
You've only yeah, seen two I, of which them. I've not seen. Yeah. And the third one, there's this bit, and me and my friend Lil used to laugh at it so much, and we used to say it to each other, <laughs> where he's getting really, really angry because he finds out, spoiler alert, you haven't seen the third one. You've probably read the third book. I've read the third book. Spoiler alert, Prisoner of Azkaban, people who haven't listened, haven't heard it or whatever, <laughs> seen it, read it. Um, he finds out Sirius Black is his godfather. And yeah. he's sitting on a little, like, rock thing. And he goes, he was their friend. And he betrayed them. And then he just goes, he was their friend! <laughs> and it's so embarrassing for him. <laughs> Sorry to judge his acting. Not that I could do better, but oh dear. Me and Lil used to shout that at each other all the time. Anyway, we have derailed as per into the into the wizarding so world. So much. So much. I have no idea how to linguistically move where we are. I know. To where we how are we going to segue from Hagrid voice to um error right oh, it was lovely seeing the poor old lovely Robbie Coltrane as well I was I was really sad seeing him yeah in the lovely films. Robbie Coltrane oh. yeah, yeah. Um, and Alan Rickman obviously and Alan Rickman <sighs> it's so many oh my god it's devastating who it? are dead from Harry Potter that if god there's it, Helen McCrory as well isn't she I think she's in it a bit later on oh I can't remember I can't I remember I, she, Helen McCrory because I saw a picture of her Yesterday, in fact, is um, Malfoy's mum. Mm, mm. She's Narcissus Malfoy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And she's dead now, isn't mm. she? Mm. Oh, it's all so yeah. sad. Um, but I always cry about Hagrid because I think about um, the the reunion thing that they did. It was like last Christmas they did a special where they went back to Hogwarts and did a load of interviews. Um, it was sweet. But then Robbie Coltrane, it's before he he died... He yeah. goes, oh, I like to think about the fact that um, that when I'm gone, my children and the children, their children and, you know, watching those Harry mm. Potter films and stuff will be a part of their lives forever. And he, then he goes, I won't be there anymore, but Hagrid will. Oh, God. I know. And so I was crying all the time because I kept thinking about how Hagrid was still there. But see, the weird thing is because I always think, and I know we're still on the same topic, and we really should have started talking yeah, about funny sorry. now. But um, but I was this just is thinking, making us sound like super fans. Esther has only seen two of the films, and I've forgotten exactly. about them until the, till last night. Um, but <laughs> I, my impression was always, and I think that I've got this mostly from Anna Rickman. But my impression was that mostly that the British actors, particularly which of which there are, but the, the British legendary actors that are in Harry the Potter, national treasures. The National tre- Treasures, absolutely, them lot, were very, very sniffy about it in that mm. they were sort of a bit like, I don't want to be tarred with this. I don't want to I don't want to always be be seen as, you know, because for me, I'm a different generation from you. And Robbie Coltrane, to me, is Cracker. Mm. That's what he is. And that's what he'll always be. And I always think, right, how can I get the kids to start watching Cracker? And I mean, maybe 10 is a bit too young to start watching things about kind of Nazism and drug abuse and kind of start killing Christopher Eccleston but but yes we could start them young <laughs> so um yeah and I, I just wonder yeah I, I guess that must be because like uh, what's his face Alan Rickman was definitely very snippy about his involvement in it it was just like you know it's another gig so yeah it's, it, you know whereas he's kind of he's he and the rest of them have created like legions of massive super fans who love them because of these films 
but obviously it means that we're, they're sort of being slightly dismissed for the rest of their oeuvre. So, yeah. you know, people, oh, there we people go. Are, I didn't like, know that. I, but I was thinking sort about of, yeah. it. Like in that first opening scene, you've got, what's the name of the original Dumbledore, the old bloke, Richard somebody? Harris. Richard Harris. Richard Harris. You've got yeah. Dame Maggie Smith. You've got Robbie yeah. Coltrane. I think those three are sort of doing the introduction bit where they've got little baby Harry and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, they are, yeah, and they're yeah. putting him on the doorstep. Yeah. Um, and evil, kind of, when you think about it. Um, <laughs> but okay, we accept it. Um, and um, that I was thinking about that then, where I was like, when this film, when this book probably came out, mm-hmm. I, I think it probably took a little while before anybody paid it any attention. And they must yeah. have only had the first sort of couple of books to go off. And it, yeah, fair play that they were like, oh, go on, we'll do this silly little wizard story yeah i think yeah they didn't Richard know Harris that it was going to have a blockbuster y- that it was no they probably didn't and i think they probably they i wonder how many of them did it just just for the just for the cash rather than the kind of kudos and, yeah. and kind of thought maybe it'll just be just be the one book you know with the one yeah. film sort of thing but i think there's yeah I, I think it's surprised all of them hasn't it about how like instantly and I wonder if you're if you're Maggie Smith and you have done you know the prime of Miss Jean Brodie and you've done you know uh, like Room with a View and you've done you've done theatre and darling yeah and you've done all this stuff and yet people are just like running down the road asking you to turn into a cat it might be a little bit off might be a little bit annoying think, well actually actually maybe I made a million pounds from it and so that's okay I, I think know. I'd own it I'd be like go on you've like there's all the you've you've reached a whole new audience, haven't you? Children are not to be sniffed at as an audience. They're very powerful. They are indeed. They can they are indeed. They can pull on your sleeve until you buy them those <laughs> Robux or whatever it is. Like, don't even start to tell me what my conversations have been this week. Oh my god, it's all been about bloody Robux. <laughs> oh. I knew it had, but yeah, I think I hope that they would love it. Anyway, all this to say, yeah. I do feel that uh, we need to mention after talking about Harry Potter for 15 minutes that, of course, there are con- controversies. Yes. Um, but Indeed. I I have to admit, I have been I have been watching the films on Netflix. And feel free to write in and tell me I'm a bitch if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of people that write in about the podcast, oh, this is me segueing. That's a really good segue. It was all meant to be. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um so I had an email. No, I didn't. I had a message on Discord, which you can come on as soon as you're a patron. You can go on Discord. Oh, please! Um, it's so lovely. I know we talked about it so last lovely. week. It's really, really nice, and we've done a little bit of rejigging. So there's all sorts of channels that you can talk to each other about things. Uh, but also, we've got an Ask Us Anything channel. You can talk to us. We've had questions from. Um, oh, sorry. The uh, uh, near near technical difficulties again. But all is fine. Um, anyway, uh, we have we have questions from things like I have an injury or whatever to where can I buy an avocado Udi? Um, it's lovely. Exactly. Anyway, that that I think that was the first question we got, wasn't it? It was. It was <laughs> where it was my Udi um, from. So uh, um, so on that, um, I thought this was really interesting because um, Kim on Discord was talking about Garmin because we were talking about that last week when mm-hmm. we. Um, and we were talking about you just, you'd literally strapped the Garmin onto your wrist and you'd immediately got yourself, this probably didn't help either. Oh, um, I you'd immediately got myself into a panic because I was like measuring my heart rate all the time and stuff. Mm. Ugh, I'm so annoying. I wish I could just do normal stuff. 
<laughs> but obviously, but but it's good to know, isn't it? I think in hindsight that kind of looking at stats like that, whereas for some people it can be kind of relieving and calming that potentially for you, a lot of those stats might be something that drives your anxiety um, and, and be sort of triggering and stuff. Mm. But anyway, she said, which I thought was really interesting because you'd got yourself in a tiz about VO2 max and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and she said... Um, while Strava and Garmin are good for providing limited quantitative quantitative data, so, you know, numbers, about distance and pace, they have no data about my hormones, my mood, my stress, or other factors that affect how I'm feeling that day and what impact that has on my run. I thought this was really, yeah, really that's, clever. Yeah, that's really true. So she said, say if I go for a run after a stressy day at work, the day before my period, or the kind of run where it feels like I'm jogging through treacle, Strava can tell me this was easier than your usual effort which is it's making a very narrow assessment based on limited data. And this limited data can then make me feel really bad about my run, even yeah. though I actually feel much better having done the run. So, yeah. Exactly. So, I felt really bad about my spin class. That was my bit of Garmin, my Garmin update that I was going to give you, is that yeah. I went to spin class. I actually felt really good. It was really hard because mm. I haven't been to that class for yonks. Um, yeah. And she's quite a tough taskmaster. She's she's a Greg Davis. Um, but she, <laughs> um, but it, yeah, but I actually found it like, yeah, really tough. Literally thought I was going to like fall off the bike. I've written about it on uh, Patreon as well, that I had stupidly not eaten very much that day either. So it was accidentally sort of fasted cardio. However, I did feel really good about it. And I didn't push myself anywhere that I didn't feel comfortable pushing myself. And then yeah. at the end, it was like, told me that I'd spent 40% of the session in zone five, not even four. Whoa. And I was like, how could I have done that without feeling like I was going to die? I didn't feel like I was going to die. I was really tired, but it was mainly I more felt a little bit sort of like I should have eaten some food. I have an answer to that. Yeah. It, it's because it doesn't know your heart zones. Yeah, it doesn't know my heart zones yet. And so it was yeah. like, but, but I didn't know that because I, I had to go on. I'm now firmly on Garmin Reddit. I had to go, <laughs> had to go and look this up because I was so freaked out because we were talking yeah. about the fact that even when you do like threshold training, it will be like tempo. And yeah. I had like, a, it was basically mostly in temp in uh, threshold or max. And I was like, what yeah. the hell? But yeah, I did look this up and it, it, I don't think it's quite learnt my heart rates yet um and doesn't yes. know so what's normal had... for me and what is yeah. like yeah yeah and also again probably isn't so... taking other factors into account like I was really anxious over that week so it might have been yes. a bit higher than normal and stuff anyway but I wouldn't exactly have myself over a level because from what I was reading your max heart rate is like you can survive at that pace for like mm. a couple not survive <laughs> you won't literally drop dead but like you can't push further more than a couple of minutes there because that's yes. your Apparently, I did like half the session doing that. So, like, it's yeah, something something's yeah. weird, and it's probably because I've not done spinning for ages as well. And so, it was really hard. But I, it's I would, all, it's all those things, yeah. yeah. And definitely, the one of the runs I did recently where my heart rate was off the scale, and I think actually now my zones are kind of, they're kind of getting there. Actually, okay. Yeah, it's learning um, you a bit more. My, yeah, my Garmin's adjusted, and and I do get occasionally every. I mean very occasionally I'll get a little thing that says um upper heart rate adjusted 
so it'll adjust it because I've kind of peeked mm-hmm. over it kind of thing on a run when I've gone when I've really, really, really pushed it. But one of my runs that was at its absolute worst, which I think I probably spoke about on the pod, was when I had taken a caffeine chew before I did it. Mm-hmm. I was only doing a six mile run, took a caffeine chew, which tasted really nice and made it feel okay. But I could tell when I was running, there's, I can definitely look back. There's a bit where I was running along the canal path. So it's completely flat. But I, I felt um, I felt anxious as mm-hmm. I was running. I didn't feel out of breath. I didn't feel like pushed on a cardio kind no. of thing. But I felt anxious. And when I came back, I was all zone four. Yeah, and it was like, exactly. Oh, right, it, is, okay. it does that. And actually, um, caffeine is a good one to talk about with that, isn't it? Because like, I've got really into mm. it at the moment. And it is quite difficult getting the balance right. Because I do think yeah. that a coffee really helps me in the morning. It helps me. Like I had one before I did my yoga this morning. I got up early, made myself a little coffee, sat in the sitting room and it was quite sunny. And then I did some yoga before work. It was really lush. But oh. um, but yeah, on the whole, I do like having coffee in the morning. But if I, I'm definitely learning my limits that it feels like you're having a panic attack and you're dying if you're having too much, but it really isn't that. And I'm sure that's what happened with the caffeine chew, Esther, is instead it mimics the symptoms that you associate with anxiety. And so you probably were just having a bit of a caffeine rush, but you went, I'm having an anxiety attack. Exactly that. And then you start having one because you've prophesied that sort of thing. And then you you focus on it and you do. Um, Mm. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird, isn't it? Because, I mean, it's like I could feel my heart in my chest. I could sort of gerbil, that kind of... Yeah. You know, you feel the, it's that sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it. that's an interesting... It'd be interesting to hear from people about how they use caffeine because I know that lots of people use caffeine in a strategic way before running. Like that, that's why this caffeine chew exists. Yeah. Um, and why things like Revy's exist, you know, so and why you get caffeine in energy gels. So there is a, a performance link, a very strong performance link, between caffeine and and training and you know um, and some people can use it really really well but I and I thought that I would be benefit well from it because I drink so much coffee so but I thought that my different way that you kind of metabolized it or whatever yeah so it yeah. was it was wrong for me but um, I mean I'm but, sure yeah, so, to be honest there are probably proven benefits between having a line of coke before you do a run <laughs> doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be a good idea <laughs> I don't I yeah I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I have no Maybe idea. Maybe we should test it was, out. I don't know. I'll go on. <laughs> no idea how we would do that, by the way, as two <laughs> women who don't know what they're doing on that front. <laughs> <laughs> the closest I've ever come to doing that is taking a segment of Terry's chocolate orange before a run and finding that was uh, surprisingly effective. In yeah. Keep my knees up. But uh, that's that's the closest I've come to snorting coke before. Oh. I snorted sherbet once for a dare on the bus at school. <laughs> oh God! It How was, was that? It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> it stung. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I've literally just remembered that. I've never thought. I haven't thought about that since I was in school. Wow! Wow! Yeah. The, the, the thing tore that open you... that div dab. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe I did that. Don't yeah, that's that doesn't sound like a good thing to do. No, definitely to don't septum. try this at home. No. I did it probably not. got me creds though. Whoever I did it in front of, it was probably like a boy I fancied. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll definitely snort the shabbat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got you creds all over again today. So. Yeah, it's got me creds all over again. See? Yeah. At least I'm cool, everyone. You are. You've always been cool. You've always been cool. And speaking of, you're not only are you cool, but you're also wise because I also over Insta I had a message from Juliet. Oh yeah. Which was after 
which is after last week's shock episode where you tried to, I don't know if you remember, you tried to drag Doug into the conversation about a particular oh, topic. Oh, I asked him about balls. Yes. You and did. And he was, I can picture him now. He nice was standing emphasis. in the kitchen of our <laughs> living room, open plan thing, and he was he was creasing laughing, but he wasn't allowed to laugh loudly because he was could have been on air and he does hates it i will continue to try and force doug to answer things but he hates it he looks at me like i've just chat on the floor when i try and get him involved <laughs> and I, I love the fact that he's the only token bloke so it's like if we're gonna ask like, any question yeah. about testicles it has to be doug unfortunately he's yeah the only bloke yeah um but happily, or dave you know have... if while he's, edit- while he's editing this if he wants yeah, to yeah. do a little voiceover yeah i i do you know what I want to do is I want to I want to capture him before we record because every single time we record, do you know what he says as he walks down the stairs? Don't fuck it up. Does he? Like <laughs> RuPaul? He yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, what you RuPaul never see them in the same every room, every you, so. Yeah. <laughs> you don't? Oh, really? <sighs> oh, we could be onto something there. There we go. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what did Juliet, Juliet say about balls? We all need to know. We do all need to know, obviously, because it's very pertinent to the Women's Running Podcast. Yeah. And she says... So we do have some male um, listeners. Shout out. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, uh, and for those that are like Doug and can't confirm or deny anything about testicular positioning, is that what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I meant to confirm that Holly is indeed right. <gasps> there you are. Sperm production, she says, and storage, which makes it sound as though it's in some sort of, I don't know, divider... Um, needs mm-hmm. to be below body temperature so that's why the balls are external she goes on to say i'm I not too it. happy with mother nature she she could have found a different recipe Ooh, Ooh, that recipe. needed a higher temperature Recipe's not good is it that needed a higher temperature and then they could have all been tucked away inside <laughs> they could <laughs> but alas they could have been <laughs> but alas <laughs> well there we go I, I knew we go. I knew somewhere in my soul that that was that that was true mm-hmm. yeah. imagine so if we just you, had our ovaries right. dangling down <laughs> it would be strange wouldn't it that being said I'm not I, I, I get what Juliet's saying but I I, I, I don't mind te- the, the way that balls are they're fine aren't they Esther's not looking like she agrees <laughs> <laughs> no, because I wasn't quite sure where that sentence was going. So it was, it was, I know. I was like, why about... am I saying this on the podcast that yeah. often our colleagues listen to? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And it, yeah. And I just, yeah, I do, I do mind. I mean, it's kind of, you know, I think that that sort of the, the male genitalia is sort of up there with kind of male feet in terms of looks. And mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not amazing. It's not amazing. It's not like, aesthetically you know it's not it's not great mm. I, don't I mean but that's I mean maybe I'm getting into what, a yeah. thing now where we need to, we're going to be <laughs> people are going to write in and say we need to do more self-love but <laughs> fannies yeah I know also we probably can't talk not awesome we no <laughs> <laughs> that's true but because I don't see it yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, nice and hidden away. So, Good stuff. Nice and hidden away. And I've never been a I've never been a mirror person, which I know some people are. And oh, some I, people I, like to yeah. I, I judge them. Look at their yonis <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> yoni. 
Oh God, I couldn't imagine anything worse. I do. I remember having when I first had Ted, and um, so I'd, I'd given birth to Ted, and it was about three days later, and a health visitor came round, and um, and I I just said, oh, I don't know what's good, and I'd had to have I'd had to have a couple of stitches, <clears throat> and I sort of said, I said, oh, I'm bleeding, and I don't know what's going on, and oh, like this, and she went, well, have you taken a look? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Oh my God, no. Oh, <laughs> so no, that's that's your business. That is definitely your business. You you can look, but I'm not going down there. That's that's a bad a bad thing. I'm I mean, going why? to. I'm going to, even though I have to confess, I'm probably more aligned with Esther on this. In that I I don't l- love the mirror thing. I'm going to uh, strategically play devil's advocate and go. Everybody, go and get a mirror and look at your. Oh no! Yoni don't, don't. this week. Put your pants on. No one. Don't look at your yoni. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's horrible tuck it away no one needs to know it's all you know the female body is a brilliant thing because everything is nice and neat and and oh, you don't need to. not always <laughs> just don't look <laughs> don't find out <laughs> it's all good they, there are people for these sorts of things and and they're either gynecologists or they're beauticians but either way they've seen it all that's great that's you you don't have to see it all so no, okay. I that's disagree. Esther's little sermon. She's not having that at all. I tried. No, but I'm not. I can't. I can't say anything no. to that. No, put it away, girls. No one wants to see that. <laughs> oh. Should we talk about running? Oh, I mean, we can. Or should we not? I mean. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our brand new Pod Squad chat room too. For just £6 a month, you can listen to bonus podcasts as well. There are now five extra ones to listen to. Go to Patreon, that's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or silly running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.